Amen. Y'all bear with me. My voice is about gone this morning. Couldn't sing real well. I sat out in old Pollen all day yesterday. And so just bear with me. If I lose my voice, I'll scream louder. All right? I may start doing hand signals or smoke signals. I don't know. But anyway, I hope we got the insurance policy up today. Amen. If you will, turn over to Luke chapter 19. We're going to read verses 1 through 10. And I want to read through these verses. Kids, I want you to listen real good today. Adults, I want you to listen real good today. Amen. We're going to read verses 1 through 10, and I'm going to go back, and I want to preach it to you, okay? I want to preach it to you this morning. I don't know if there's any more water anywhere. Anybody knows of any? I'd love to have some, or I may not make it through. Amen. Thank you, Daddy. The, uh, I, I hate to, to do this, but I'm going to ask you to stand for the reverence of God's Word here this morning. <coughs> Too often we get lazy and want to sit down on it. I think it's all right to stand if you're physically able today. If you're not, that's fine. Now, I want to read this to you in a different version this morning. I felt like these kids would see this a little clearer today. We're reading now the, the NIV, New International Version. If you, if you, if you can't c- carry along your King James this morning, just follow on the screen. But reading, starting in verse 1 of Luke chapter 19. Love what this story says. Listen up, children. Jesus entered Jericho and was passing through. A man was there by the name of Zacchaeus. He was a chief tax collector and was wealthy. He wanted to see who Jesus was. But but because he was short, he could not see over the crowd. So he ran ahead and climbed a sycamore fig tree to see him. Since Jesus was coming that way. Boy, like that. When Jesus reached the spot, He looked up and said to him, Zacchaeus, come down immediately. I must stay at your house today. So he came down at once and welcomed him gladly. All the people saw this and began to mutter. He has gone to be the guest of a sinner, they said. But Zacchaeus stood up and said to the Lord, look, Lord, here and now. I give half of my possessions to the poor. And if I have cheated anybody out of anything, I will pay back four times the amount. Jesus said to him, today's salvation has come to this house. Because this man, too, is a son of Abraham. For the Son of Man came to seek and to save the lost. Amen. You may be seated this morning. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. I'm thankful for the God's Word, amen? You thankful for God's Word this morning? All right, listen to me. Y'all going to have to wake up today, all right? You're going to have to help me out. The, the, the quieter you are, the louder I'm going to get, all right? So if you help me out, we'll get through this thing a lot faster. All right, praise the Lord. So I want to go back and just start on the verse 1. It said, Jesus entered Jericho and was passing through. Now, some commentaries here that I looked up and tried to so I can explain this somewhat to you this morning. So Jericho was a place that was fertile and wealthy. Jericho was. Many wealthy priests lived here. Okay? Remember, what was Zacchaeus? What, what, what did the Bible say he was? 
tax collector, right? That's what the Bible says. So he was a tax collector in this land of a fertile and wealthy rich place and because of its strategic border location, kind of next to Judea, amen. So custom duties would also be significant. So Zacchaeus would hire those who collected, here's what this, this one commentary said, who collected taxes and he would set a collection policies. These factors would have made him very wealthy. Very wealthy. So we're talking about a man here, little bitty guy, amen, and said that he was very wealthy. I want to talk just for a minute uh, about another scripture. It talks about for the love of money is the root of all evil, amen. Now, I did not say that there's anything wrong with money, but I said the love of money is the root of all evil. Would you agree with me this morning? Amen. Amen. That's what God's word said. And I began to think about that. And I thought, well, in reading this, Jesus entered Jericho, was passing through, and a man was there by the name of Zacchaeus, a chief tax collector, and he was wealthy. Seems as if in my mind that he had what he needed. Right? I thought that Zacchaeus probably had what he needed. But the Bible said, I like what it said, Jesus entered Jericho and was just passing through. He was just passing through Jericho, a wealthy land. And it caught the attention of a little old fella. He heard by way of mouth or somehow that a man named Jesus was coming through the town. Now, I don't know about you, but I remember as a child when I was seven years old. And I knew about the Lord because I was raised in church, in God's, God's house. But there was a moment, I want to get down to the spiritual side right quick. But I was standing on a little stage. Beside my mama, and Jesus came passing through. And I want to tell you what happened that day. I met Jesus as my Lord and Savior. Listen to me. I was standing on a stage on Easter Sunday morning in the middle of an Easter play. Me and my mama just entered into the gates of heaven, and I watched my father be carried off into the pits of hell. And I stood there, and it got real very quickly. And that morning when Jesus came through, I heard he was coming through, and I went and I found him. You hear me this morning? I went and I found him. I thought that everything was just fine until I realized I was a sinner. You know that conviction power that comes upon your heart when you start feeling guilty about things? I don't know. Yeah, I do. I know. When you sin, you go through your day and you make a mistake, that old spirit of the Lord, boy, it starts getting to working on you a little bit. Lord, sorry, Lord, I, I know I shouldn't have done that. Y'all act like you don't know what I'm talking about this morning. Is anybody else in the house with me? Hey, man, I know what it feels like when you make a mistake, when you fall on your face, and the first thing that happens, that spirit comes in and says, why did you do that? The Bible says that you crucify him afresh. You put it back on that old cross and just crucify him afresh. Go on to the next verse. Go on to the next verse. Verse 3. He wanted to see who Jesus was. Boy, that'll preach. I could stop right there and we'd go all day long. Said he wanted to see who Jesus was, as we just talked about. But because he was short, he could not see over the crowd. So this morning, I brought this cross up here. Jesus is physically not here this morning, but I believe he's in this house. The Spirit of the Lord is in this house. I truly 
believe that. Bible said over in John 14, he said, I'll go away, and I'll prepare a place for you, but I'll come again. Amen. He said, but I shall not leave you comfortless. He's going to leave the comforter with us, which is the Holy Spirit. Amen. He's going to leave it with us. And I assure you this morning, he's in the house. So I put this up here this morning as a, as a visual for us to be able to see the cross, which reminds me of Jesus Christ. So, Barry, you're a pretty good-sized fella. You stand up pretty tall. Come on, buddy. Stand up here a minute. Stand up here just a minute. Come on right here. Little Kelby, I want you to come up. I want you to stand right here. Just, I want you for a minute. I want you to get behind him, hon. I want you to get right here. No, I want you to tell me something. Can you see that cross? You can't see that cross. How are you going to find the cross, baby? How are you going to get to where you can see that cross? If he wouldn't move, if he's not going to move, you're going to have to go around him, ain't you? Go on around him. This is a picture of what Zacchaeus did. Okay, he could not see over the crowd. I was reading, thank you, y'all sat down. But it's difficult. It's see, but in our spiritual life, in our heart, see, we can't physically see Jesus standing before us like I see Brother Don sitting in his front chair. But in my heart, there's things, as you just seen there, that get, walls get built up, trees get built up, things get built up in between us and the Lord Jesus, and we get to where we can't see him anymore. Why? Because sin comes in our life and we make a mistake after a mistake and we accept sin and we allow sin in our life. The Bible said that sin is death. It leads you to death. It, it's not a good thing to do, church. It's not, it may be popular in the world, but listen to me, to the Lord and Savior Jesus, he hates sin. That's why he went to the cross. To bear your sin. So this morning as I think about that, the Bible says over in one of the commentaries, it talks about over in this land. And I want to read that because some of you are going to look at me sideways when I read this. People often gave uh, greater attention to those who were tall over there. This commentary here says, I would have never made it, I don't guess. But everyone locally would know Zacchaeus. Everybody knew him. Even though he was a shorter guy. The reason being because he collected their money, I believe. Collected their money. But look here, in his case, his height is an issue only because he could not see. Because he couldn't see. I want to read this. For average height in this period was about 5'1 to 5'7 is what, what I looked up found. Now, I would be a giant over there, Brother Jared. I'd walk around like this right here. I'll tell you a quick story one time. I ain't never been taller than much, folks. My wife even taller than me. They hired a boy in right behind me at work, Brother Don. And I always kind of work like this. Everybody had to look up, you know, do this. And they hired one for me to train daddy, and that thing was about this tall, son. I'd... <laughs> Makes you feel kind of good, you know. I ain't got no sense. I know that. You ain't got to tell me. <clears throat> My wife reminds me quite often. But. So in this day, they, in what I found, it was about 5'1 to 5'7. And even said that they most of them were kind of not dark complected, but, you know, about medium color skin to black, black hair. 
And so it talked about this, and it went on, and, and I was reading about it. And, and so Zacchaeus was in a position. The Bible said a while ago in verse 3, what did it say? He wanted to see Jesus. But Zacchaeus was in a place where he couldn't see Jesus. Boy, I tell you, let, let me just say this. I believe if Jesus Christ walked through them doors physically, you would break your neck to see what he looked like. Think about it. You would literally come out of your seat. Some of you that ain't never stood out of your seat in church, you'd be out of it. Hey, we'd be doing this. Get out of my way. I've got to see him. Why is it not that way now? Think about that. He's with us. Bible said he left his come. He's with us. That's it in spirit. That's faith, right? That's faith. So this morning, why can't we search and run after him if he was to walk through that door the same as if he's not even here in physical body? Think about that and chew on that for a little bit. Because I'll tell you what, whether you want him to be or not, he's right with you all the time. The Bible says God knows everything. He knows everything that you do, every word that comes out of your mouth, every thought in your mind. So don't think you hide nothing this morning, okay? Praise the Lord. All right, this short fella couldn't see. He couldn't see. So we go back right here. <clears throat> go to verse 4. Starting in verse 3, he wanted to see who Jesus was, but because it was short, he could not see over the crowd. Verse 4. <clears throat> Excuse me. So he ran ahead and climbed a sycamore fig tree to see him since Jesus was coming that way. Let's go on to verse 5. When Jesus reached the spot, he looked up and said to him, Zacchaeus, come down immediately. I must stay at your house today. So here's something I want to talk to you about. Got that verse setting up there. When Jesus reached the spot, he looked up and said to him, Listen, there's a moment that's happened in your life, or if it hadn't happened yet, maybe, just maybe, it's going to happen this morning. That he's going to begin to speak to your heart, and he's going to say, Hey, listen, come down here. Come down to me. That old song we sang a lot of times, please come down to me. You know what? We were unworthy, but because of Christ on the cross, we made worthy this morning. And we're able to go to him. Amen. We're able to go straight to him. But he said, Zacchaeus, come down immediately. I must stay at your house. Boy, I'll tell you something. <laughs> if Jesus told me he was going to come by my house, Let's just let's get a mental picture here, okay? You think about Jesus is coming to your house. Well, first off, we're going to do some cleaning, amen. Wouldn't you? Now think about that. Think about that spiritually. Jesus has already come. He's already here. He's watching. <clears throat> he sees... He sees all the dirty things. He sees all the clean things. <clears throat> he knows all about it. He knows all about it. But he said, Zacchaeus, come down to me. I must stay at your house. So he came down at once in verse 6 and welcomed him gladly. I want to tell you, over in 
I believe it's talking about in the story, I'm trying to remember the story where it says a certain line. Uh, I believe it's David and Goliath, but God is no respecter of persons. So very where, the, where they go and they're trying to find one to face the giant. And they bring the armor, and they're, or they're sitting there and they're looking at Jesse's sons. No, no, that's not the right one. That's not the right one. No, I don't think any of these are right. Is, is, is there not, is, is there any more? Is there any more? Do you have another son? Remember the old story where Jesse, Jesse was there and, and, and the king came out there and was looking for one to face the giant. Amen. Couldn't find one. And he said, you know what? I do have one more. I got just one, but he's off in the field over there. He's tending to the sheep, okay? So just a little old feller. Again, there's them little guys. Y'all little fellers ought to do like this real quick. But said it went over there, and then they tried to put their armor on him. But see, what my point is right here, he didn't look the part. And what I want to tell you is God is no respecter of persons. He does not care where you came from. He does not care what your last name is. Here's the thing, all he cares about is you loving him and falling in love with him and accepting him so he can save your life. And then set your feet on a rock and establish your goings, and then you serve him forever. Amen? Think about that for just a minute. Now, I want to ask you just a quick question. Are you serving him today? Okay, wait a minute, wait a minute. I'm going to get a time out. Coming to church on Sunday morning ain't enough. I want you to listen. That's tough now. Sunday morning church is just not enough. It's an every moment thing, okay? Every moment, every moment. Go on down to verse, where they get to? Verse 7. I want to talk about this for just a minute. Barry, this is where the picture is going to come in. But verse 7 says this. All the people saw this and began to mutter. He has gone to be the guest of a sinner. All the people saw this and began to mutter. He has gone to be the guest of a sinner. What, do you, what are these people saying right here? This is the other people, right? This is the other people in the crowd. And they see Jesus go over and they call him and say, Hey, Jesus said, Zacchaeus, come over here with me. Come here with me. And they're all looking on. What if Jesus came in here? What if we had a, now listen to me, okay? What if we had the town drunk, alcohol alcoholic, dope head, whatever it is, decided they want to walk through them doors this morning, and they came and they sat right here, and they sat down because they just wanted to come this morning and see what it's about, whether it's good intentions or whether it's not good intentions. The first thing better happen is we better have been prayed up all week, amen, because God can do something. I don't care where that person's been in their life. I don't care what they're going through in their life. I don't care how addicted they are in their life. But if they came and they sat down right there, Jesus walked through them doors and he came, looked at nobody else in this room, grabbed him by the hand, picked him up and walked down the altar or turned and walked out of them doors. What would you say? Think about it just for a minute. Is the carnal mind going to kick in and say, oh, I know that. Remember I said the town alcoholic, the town drug addict. All the things that we've heard about him through the years. Oh, that, that's a bad man. That's a, that's a bad person right there. We don't want no dealings with him. We don't want to be around him. Grab your kids. Get them over here in the
the corner. But listen to me. That's what this crowd said. Said that they knew that Zacchaeus was a sinner. And they looked and all the people saw this and they began to mutter. He has gone to be a guest of a sinner. They thought Jesus was probably bad and they thought Zacchaeus, how in the world did Zacchaeus end up with this guy? Here's the truth this morning. It don't matter who he goes to, we're all sinners. Every one of us has fell short of the glory of God. It don't matter how bad it was. It don't matter how little it was. Here's the thing that's got to happen is when he comes, as uh, if you don't care, flip that picture up there. So I, I seen this the other day, a fellow that I met, he's an evangelist. He's been here. I wasn't here when he came, but Mr. Caleb Gordon, he had this other day, and I seen this. I want you to look real close at what this says. What's going on up top there? Oh, house on fire. It reminds me of a place we're going to go one of these days if we don't have the blood applied to our life. It's going to be an eternal damnation is what the Word of God says. But I want to tell you, the scary part is that too often we get way too comfortable and we find the Christians of today not even worried about it. We're running around doing all kinds of things. Now listen, I'm guilty. I'm preaching to the choir, okay? The Lord got all over me last night and this morning. And here's what he said. He said, your granny and your grandma and, or your mama and your papa, these people, they didn't care to go on Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday night. And if there was revival, they were there too. Think about that for just a minute. Said they didn't care to go. That was a that was something that they made sure they done. It's something here that I want to tell you is we need to quit making excuses and not go to God's house, but making excuses to miss out on this other thing to make sure we get to God's house. I'll say that one more time. We need to quit making excuses, me included, that we can't go to God's house. And start making excuses that we can't go over here because we're going to God's house. Amen. The Bible said, forsake not the assembling of yourselves together. This ain't, this ain't easy stuff. You know what? I miss a lot of Wednesday nights. I've made excuses for a long time. I'm building a house. Sometimes we have to miss. I understand that. But are we really truly serving God the way we need to? Think about this this morning. Is your heart right with God right now? Is it right with God? Go on to that next verse, Brother Bear. It was verse 8. Thank you. And then it said, But Zacchaeus stood up and he said to the Lord, Look, Lord, this is the moment where all that conviction sets in and you're sitting there and Jesus is... And, and, Zacchaeus is fixing to surrender. I remember that moment that I said, Lord, please forgive me. Think about that just for a minute. When you go back to that moment where you said, Lord, please forgive me. And he wiped everything away. Everything you've ever done. Kids, I want to tell you something this morning. 
when you get to school and all these, maybe you ain't the most popular, maybe kids want to talk about you, maybe kids hit on you, maybe kids run you down. I want to tell you one thing you need to be reminded of. Jesus will always be with you. And it doesn't matter how cool they say you are or none of that stuff. It's that you live your life for Jesus and you do what God's word says. Because here's the cool part. He has power over all things. He has the power. When you, when you get made fun of, you go home and you pray. You pray for that person. You pray for your classroom. You pray for your friends. And let him handle it. Amen. Let him handle it. And those things are tough sometimes because you get caught up in the moment a lot of times. Now Jesus even turned tables over, didn't he? He got a little angry, but he said not, Bible says. I'm not telling you not to take care of your family. I'm just telling you that God will never leave us. And right here, when we surrender, we accept him into our life. The Holy Spirit comes in and talking in verse 8 said, But Zacchaeus stood up and he said to the Lord, Look, Lord, here and now I give half of my possessions to the poor. And if I have cheated anybody out of anything, I will pay back four times the amount. He was willing because conviction came in his life and he was willing, Brother Don, to give what he had. It said four times, four times. He wanted to give it up because he realized when he got in the presence of Jesus Christ that his life could change right then and there. This morning, your life can change right here this morning. Right here. I believe that the Spirit of the Lord is already talking to folks. I asked him to, and he said if we just agree, amen, ask, believe, that he would. And I believe that the Lord's wanting some of us this morning to surrender everything that we are. Surrender everything that we are as Zacchaeus did here. You see, uh, Zacchaeus was, was here standing before him and he said, I will pay back four times the amount. And then it said in the last verse, Jesus said to him, today salvation has come to this house. Because this man too is a son of Abraham for the son, verse 10, the son of man came to seek and to save the lost. Every individual in this room qualifies to be saved. You say, Brother Ryan, I don't really know how I'm going to do that. You just don't understand what I've got going on in my life. You don't understand my marriage at home. You don't understand what way things I have to do at work, people I have to hang around. <clears throat> Listen. The Bible says that there's nothing impossible with God, and I try to remind myself of that all the time. It don't matter who you're around or what. Just, the Bible said if we just speak the name of Jesus with boldness, just, just believe in that. Mean, meaningfully, have meaning behind it. The Bible says that the devil and the enemy will flee. It will flee. Listen to me. I've seen people that were sick and had curses on their life be lifted off instantaneously. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Amen. That's all it takes is the name of Jesus. There's power in the name of Jesus this morning. If he has enough power this morning to take an old heart that's stony and not of love and to completely wash every wrongdoing away from it and turn it into a brand new heart and make you a brand new creation, he can do little things too. Amen. 
That's the greatest of all miracles. I believe that when he takes a heart that don't love him and wipes everything away, forgives them, and makes you a brand new person. couple things, if they want to come on and get ready for a song, I want to, I want to say this. So I was thinking about this story, and I, <clears throat> I thought about how Zacchaeus, very familiar story, okay? Kids, y'all sit down and listen. So a very familiar story of Zacchaeus going up and getting in a tree. I believe it didn't matter if that tree would have been there, he'd have found something else to find. I believe that because he heard that a man was coming through named Jesus. Just like those disciples, as I've talked about, when Jesus walked by and said, Hey, let down your nets and follow after me, there was something about the man. Same thing here with Zacchaeus. He climbed up to where he could see him. And when he saw him, Jesus recognized his faith and desire to find him. Something right there that you need to understand this morning. If you go looking for him, you'll find him. Okay? If you go looking for him, you're going to find him. But if you don't go looking for him, you may not find him. If you continue to deny him. So two questions I got for you as you stand to your feet this morning. Just two questions right here. And listen, I'm fixing to ask you to come pray here in just a minute. Kids, I'm going to ask you to pray. And I want you to take this time here. A lot of times, some of us get scared to move. Some of us don't want to move. But this is a time for you and Jesus, okay? This time right here is, is most crucial. Because this is a moment where we can get to that place and say, Lord, forgive me. For Lord, I know this past week I've got things in my life that I've not done exactly right. Lord, I said some things I shouldn't have said. God, I need you more right now than I ever have. God, my marriage is, on, is in shambles. God, I'm going through a, a place in my life. I'm just in a valley. God, I can't quite get to where you are. It don't seem like. God, I, I, I haven't heard from you in a long time. I, I tried to pray the other day. But it just seemed I can't get through. Two questions for you. The first one is, listen this morning. In this story of Zacchaeus, can you see Jesus? Can you see Jesus on every eye closed and every head bowed this morning? Look in your heart. Can you see Jesus this morning? Do you know where he is? And furthermore, do you know where you are? The second question is, if you can see him, just how close is he to you? Is he far off? Is he real far off? Is he is in yelling distance or is he is he right there with you? I want to tell you this morning you can make all things new because of him. I want to ask you this morning. I want to ask you this morning with every head bowed and every eye closed. Nobody at all looking. Kids, y'all don't be looking. I want to ask you this morning, if you have a need in your life, I just want to ask you, if you have a need, would you raise your hand up? I'd like to pray with you. If you have a need in your life, anything, it don't matter what it is. If you have a need in your life. Hands you need. 
Let those down. Thank y'all for being honest with us this morning. I want to ask you if you will as they begin to play this song. There's needs all across this house this morning. I want to ask you to come this morning with those needs and let's give it to the Lord. I want to do that. I'm going to pray a simple prayer and I want you to come this morning and let's get it all took care of with the Lord Jesus. Amen. Father, we thank you this morning, God, as those that's raised their hand, God, with needs. God, I ask that they come, Lord, this morning, God, that we surrender everything, every need, every issue, God, everything in our life, Lord. Lord, whoever it may be, whatever it is, God, I pray that we be not ashamed of you this morning. God, I pray, God, that we be not, be not worried about what the, the brother or sister beside us thinks, God, today. But, God, we realize that it's just between me and you. And, Lord, as Zacchaeus hearing this word, God, in your word, he, he took off and he went and he found a place where he could set his eyes upon you. God, I pray this morning that, that, that we as a church at New Life Ministries, God, we would get ourselves to a place, Lord, that where we would run and be able to get to a place where we could see you. No matter how many walls are built up, God, no matter how many problems are in our life, no matter how many things we've made excuses for, but God, we would find our way to get around everyone, tear everyone down, and God, so we can see you clearly. Lord, I know that when we find you, God, you're going to forgive us. And God, we're going to surrender fully unto you. God, I thank you, Lord. And I pray, God, that your anointing would fall on this church right now. And God, that your anointing would break every yoke, every yoke in this house, God, every, every yoke of bondage, God, every financial need, God, whatever it is this morning, you know our hearts, you know our lives, you know our families, you know our home life, God, you know everything that we face right now, every doubt, every fear, everything that set us apart from you, God. And I pray today, God, that we would come and we would fully surrender everything that we are this morning. In Jesus' name we pray, amen and amen. Won't you come this morning? Won't you come this morning? Let's surrender to the Lord. Let's give some things back to Him. Amen. Let's give some things back to Him. Thank you, Lord.